Pickaxe. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to One Life Left live at Nordic Game Jam 2017. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. And we are using our big girls' voices today because we are doing an outside broadcast for the first time in ages. Yep, uh, we are in, uh, is it an industrial area in Copenhagen? I, th- where, where I think we're near a port, so okay. uh, what we can see out the window is quite a bleak scene. There's, um, there's a sea out there, we've got a lot of shipping containers around us. This is a place of industry, Simon. It does sound like we've been taken hostage the way you describe it. We're not sure where we are, we can tell you what we can see. <laughs> Come and get us. Uh, actually, we're having a lovely time. Uh, it's the first day proper of the Nordic Game Jam 2017. I can tell you now, live update, there are 44 hours, 25 minutes and 54 seconds remaining. And actually, you know, Anne, you describe it as bleak, but I'm an optimist. I see beautiful Denmark outside the window. I see a beach. It is uh, beautiful. And, and that's one direction. The other direction, I see tons of beautiful people all jamming in front of us. Um, so there are a lot of long tables out there. We all, uh, Simon and I were wandering through them earlier. And one Looking of, at the contestants, weren't we? Yeah. We're Good just work. eyeing them up, seeing who we would have on our team if we were to jam today. It's no we, bang man, is what I was saying. <laughs> we should explain what a game jam is. Nordic yes. Game Jam is one of the... Is it the biggest game jam in the world? It's the biggest and the oldest, Steve. The biggest and the oldest, yep. like us. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's a, a two-day uh, game jam, which is where people make video games, full video games, in 48 hours. Yeah, they get given a theme, uh, they get given uh, an, an environment, they get given the opportunity to network, and then it's very much left to them. So the theme this week is not, or sorry, this year, is not there. And how you interpret that is up to you. I just thought, so on the on the screen over there, it says theme, not there. I just thought they were going to update it later. Right, <laughs> that's a surprise. Well, people are off making games based around the theme not there, which, you know, I have, I have no imagination, so I can't, uh, I, I wouldn't be able to contribute to that. But yeah, there's all sorts. There's, uh, people have bought some quite impressive rigs, um, lots of VR headsets out and about. Um, I saw a table full of stuff. Well, I took yes. Anne to take that to see that table earlier. Um, lots of physical old arcade hardware and people making stuff with tin foil and wires and stuff like that. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's be interesting to see what they come up with. Uh, and also there was uh, one person with a big sign just saying, I will make music for your game. So that's our intention. Uh, to talk to some of these people, find out what the they're doing. Uh, we'll try and talk. We're going to do two shows. Are we? okay. We're going to do one today. Yep. Should right at the start of the jam. Three and a half hours in. Right. Find out uh, how things are going for people. We'll talk to some of the organisers. I'm sure. Uh, maybe we'll talk to some of the speakers because there's been a conference here as well. And uh, we'll also follow up with some of the game creators on our show tomorrow and see how how their ideas have progressed. Yes, right, so let's head out and find some. I see uh, people now, it's, what's the time? It's uh, 25 to 5, Copenhagen time. Uh, people are drinking. 
Um, that's been happening since 10 a.m. Yeah. Although we haven't. No. Right, let's go and get somebody. ventured out into the uh, hall full of jammers and we've come back with Paul. Hello Paul. Hi. Uh, where, where, are you, where are you from? I'm from the Netherlands. Okay. And uh, are you a professional game developer or? Uh, right now I'm a third year student at the NHV Breda. It's called International Game Architecture and Design. Okay. Have you, have you done game jams before? Uh, yes, this is my third time participating in another game jam. Okay. And uh, the previous two times I built uh, both times a very complex game. Both times I was also uh, happy to win one of the main prizes. Wow. wow. No wonder, no wonder you were keen. It's a good one. No wonder you were keen to talk. <laughs> and uh, this year we uh, hope to build a great game again. Okay. And the theme is not there. Yeah. Can you talk us through where you are at the moment? Uh, we tried to hold off the development process until 8 o'clock. Is that right? So it's just concept at the moment, is it? I, we just have a general idea of what we want to build. Okay. But we don't have a concept for a game yet. We don't want to build one yet. That's what we're going to do. Right. Where, how, how do you start with, like, when you're given a theme, yeah. like, what's your first step towards making a game? Um, the most important thing, I believe, is to just figure out a very simple mechanic that okay. you're going to build. Um, because you have a limited amount of time, you have 48 hours, uh, which means that you can't build a complete game. Mm -hmm. So. My vision always for a game jam is build one very simple game mechanic and then build uh, polish on top of that. And that is, I think, what you should do with the theme. But what sort of tools do you use to come up with that theme, uh, come up with that mechanic? Because, you know, you're an expert game designer, fine, and you can just go, okay, here the word's not there, right, I've got this, 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 or do you, do you write stuff down? Do you uh, have yeah, we, we often use a whiteboard, yeah. Okay. Whiteboard, we just write down some keywords that we have. Uh, and then we just do some brainstorming of the ideas. What do you do if other, you catch other teams looking at your whiteboard? Yeah, that's fine. It's fine? Yeah. It's fine. Interesting. <laughs> Can we see your whiteboard? Exactly. Uh, yeah, we don't have whiteboard yet, okay. uh, but I hope we'll have some, one soon. So I was, I was here uh, just before I opened this morning, um, and there were accused people, like it looked like we were going to a music festival, like carrying sleeping bags and yeah. lo loads of equipment. What did you bring with you? 
the only thing I brought was a suitcase with a couple of t-shirts, uh, one extra pa pair of pants, and uh, a laptop, and okay, a Wacom okay. tablet. And did you come on your own, or did you come as part of a team? Um, the first time, so two years ago, I went to the game jam myself, but then I met a couple of uh, fellow students that I at least knew by face, and then we decided, you know, let's join up with our university, uh, and this is the same team that I brought again okay. this year. Does the team have a name? Uh, well, our company is called DreamPunks because okay. after the first game jam, we uh, got approached by a couple of companies that wanted to continue with our game, or right. at least the, the, the hardware that we use because we built a holographic display game oh, wow. together with eye tracking. Wow. Okay. And um, it's then. 48 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And then we, uh, the companies approached us, we went to a trade fair, or at least we were invited, and then uh, we just built our company and that's what we're currently working at. Great. Are you uh, are you looking for any other team members? Are there any skills that you're lacking? Uh, right now, we're lacking uh, at least one <coughs> artist to do some props and environments. It's me out. And can draw. I can. I mean, stick people mostly. 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 But if I can uh, trace something. Copy. If I, co if I can copy, copy something, yeah. then I am. Okay. I'm your girl. You don't need any uh, sort of English voice actors, do you? Uh, well, we have one guy from the UK in our team. Okay, but how's his voice? Uh, he's a sound designer. Um, You're avoiding the question. <laughs> I do he's, very well. He's, his voice is interesting. Are there going to be voices in your game? We don't know yet. Okay. Um, what are your tips for uh, anybody else who might be approaching a game jam? So, uh, how much sleep do you, do you expect to get, and how are you going to keep yourself up and motivated? Uh, personally, I don't sleep a lot. Do you know? Okay. Uh, because I'm very goal oriented. You know, if I have a goal, I'm just going for it. Right. But it is very important to get some sleep. Uh, most people don't do it, but you really have to. Okay. Um, we're going to talk to you again tomorrow. So you'll be. It's uh, there are 44 hours to go. So there should be around uh, 20 hours remaining when we speak to you around this time tomorrow. How far? Where do you anticipate you'll be with your project? We, we always try to build uh, the core of our game within 12 hours. Okay, so we're done, and then we can just publish it. Yeah. No, 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 no. We, we still need to do a lot of iterations and publish okay, it. But so it's, we'll, it's, we'll be able to play your game the next show? Probably, in some sort of Definitely. form. Definitely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, right. brilliant. Uh, well, it's very exciting. Let's go to bed now yeah. so that tomorrow comes quicker. Or if you're listening to the podcast, <laughs> you can just fast <laughs> forward. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, well, thanks very much for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Uh, best luck uh, in the next 24 hours. We'll speak to you tomorrow. We'll come and find you. Thank you. Great. Thank you.
we're back at Nordic Game Jam 2017 and we're joined by one of the organisers of the event, Riker. Hello. Hey. Um, so, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> what, what do you organise? What, what role uh, what do you have uh, in the Game Jam? This year I was responsible for organising the speakers, so I got to invite a lot of people and uh, set up the talks and because it's not just a, a game jam. There's also the there's like a conference going on at the same time. So what, why do you have both sides of this? I guess it's a bit of a tradition there because a lot of people come from different countries and they're just like um, getting here, getting a little bit inspired first of all, and also get learning some technical tricks. And in a way, it's it's to draw more people in from further away and also to just give a little bit more back to the, the jammers. It's quite a nice resource to have. Like you've got uh, there are workshops going on and things like that. To people come here um, to learn or to, to go to these workshops specifically or are they here at the jam generally and then sort of add these things on as well? I think the jam itself is the biggest um, the thing that pulls people in um, and the talks are uh, just a little bit of extra on top I think to, to just be like you can also really meet really cool people here that work on impressive games that people aspire to. It's interesting, it sounded like you were being negged there Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't it? <laughs> I did think that. Steve as a talker at the conference uh, apparently was uh, was not the draw, but of course it's the it's it's a game jamming. Um, somebody mentioned, you mentioned to me it's the oldest game jam. Uh, I think well, I mean game jams have existed, but I think the oldest running one. Okay. It's been Eleven years in a row. So, now. Right. Wow. Um, how many have you been coming to? Uh, probably five or six. I've been organising four. Have you, and have you seen a change during that time? Or how's it evolved? Yeah, it always kind of changes. I mean, it's growing every time. Like last year was the biggest, and now we're scaling down a little bit because we want it to be more cozy and a little okay. bit more intimate. Um, it should, like we had in the beginning at Nordic, uh, at the IT University, and then at the Aalborg University, and now we're coming to a non-university setting, which is very different. And um, but I think the audience kind of stays the same. It's new people. It's like everyone's first game jam. Okay. The reason they like. What's the um, what's the furthest that people have travelled from to, to come to this one particularly? Uh, I think right now probably South Africa wins. Wow. I'd say that's a thousand kilometers. Right. But although my geography skills are not the best, <laughs> I'm not quite sure if there's somebody from further away. How will it uh, be deemed a success? What are you looking for at the end of the jam? Oh, that's a good question. I guess if everyone's happy and having a good having a good time and. Um, you know, feeling good about it, even if you didn't win. I don't want the game jam to be a winning. It's about coming together, learning, failing at something, and meeting new people. Right. So you're not jamming yourself this year because you're too busy. This year I'm too busy. Usually I would. What? Uh, but you have done it previous years at Nordic. Uh, what's? Uh, can you tell us about some of your projects, some of the things you've made in past years? I think. Uh, yeah. Last year I was working on a game. Uh, we had the theme leak. Uh, so people were interpreting it as like gas leaks, information leaks, um, self-menstruation uh, leaks, I'm not quite sure. Um, and we decided to have a memory leak game where you um, you, call, you get a call from your mom and she keeps repeating the same story over and over and you're realizing something's wrong with her, she doesn't remember that she's in a loop. And you have to like try to break out of that loop and get more information about a mystery story. And you made all of that in, in 48 hours? Yes, but okay. it was very minimal. It was very, um, yeah, just yeah, just a prototype. Of can, can, and can can people play um, any of the old games creators during the games jam? Sure, we have. Uh, I think now we've been uploading them to itch.io for a while. So there's a, a tag for Nordic Game Jam that you can find all the games under. And before we had a different platform, so I'm not quite sure if you can still easily access all the games. But we're trying to gathering them all in one place. Who is it who comes up with the theme? We get together and jam on the theme for okay. a little bit. It's a, a jam for a jam. A little bit. You yeah. can't stop, can you? No. <laughs> can, can you tell us about the themes that weren't chosen this year? Uh, right. I mean, generally we're trying to not be concrete. If you have something that is a thing that everyone thinks of in their head, that's uh, a bad theme because yeah. then that's going to be what everyone's making it about. So it's about. It, we're trying to. Right. So the ones we didn't pick. <laughs> I think everything that's more than um, two words is something that's automatically getting thrown out. Okay. Too descriptive, like wild dreams. Right, right. That would be like yeah. it's already yeah. giving it too, yeah. narrowing it too much. Okay. So what inspired this this choice? Was there anything you know 
was there something that happened in the real world that made people think of not there or was it just something that someone threw out there and it was I think somebody threw it out there in a, in a cycle of um, birth um, death and something that happens in your life and one of them was instead of death he had written not there and I'm not okay. sure if that's just a language thing that he just equated not there with death huh. in his idea but then everyone was like this is sparking so many ideas and mechanics that we could come up with and so different it's def it doesn't it gives you an idea of a feeling rather than something concrete have you been walking around looking at what people are up to have you seen any uh, games starting to take shape around the concept no Technically, people are not necessarily supposed to start jamming yet. They're supposed to enjoy the talks, but of okay. course, some of them are so competitive that right. they just walk in and start working Jam. right away. I would. I think if I was uh, clever enough to make games, uh, mine would be a spelling game where you've got the there wrong, so you can have there they are, right. or oh, as in yeah, yeah, a little bit left. I, would that win? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unless. Okay. Uh, when what does it lead to spelling it different? Well, like, I, it would be a, 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 I don't know, it'd be, it'd be a commentary on um, yeah the, the way that people write on the internet because you, uh, uh, you often get that wrong. Right. I mean, I don't obviously. But it's also mean making fun of people who can't spell. No, uh, be uh, self help. It'd be um, improving. Right. Yeah. Educational. Yeah. Exactly. It'd be multimedia. Come on a CD ROM movie. <laughs> multimedia. Yeah. But Great. if you, you by spelling it wrong could change something fundamental in the game, that could be interesting. I think right. then it would have a there chance of go. winning. That's, that's why she's on our There, we, there go. we go. There, there are we go. go. There, there are we go. <laughs> <laughs> Great, okay. Uh, can we catch up with you tomorrow then and just see what's been happening in the sort of first 24 hours of official jamming? Yeah, sure, I'd love and, to. And uh, yeah, uh, best of luck with the rest of it. Thanks. back at Nordic Game Jam 2017 and we are competing with some uh, audio so hopefully you're able to hear this properly. Um, let's, let's all lean in. We're leaning in. Uh, so cosy. Exactly. That is the voice of Lesser who we've grabbed. Hello. Hello. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. You brought beer. Is that, your, fir is that your first? No. Really? It's not. No, it's not. What time did you start drinking? Uh, a few hours ago, okay. I guess. Good. Uh, what are you doing here? I am jamming. Right. Drinking. Drinking and jamming, okay. it usually goes hand in hand. Right, right, right. Because uh, I pulled you away and, you, and you, uh, you said you were just about to do a pitch as well. Yes. Okay, what's that about? It's a five minute uh, pitch, so it's a turbo pitch. Okay. Um, it's called the Nordic Experience. Uh, experience? Discovery, Nordic Discovery. Yeah. Right. Um, and I am pitching a game uh, called Kim. Okay. And we've been having trouble sort of getting discovered. It's a very heavy narrative 
based game right. based on a Richard Kipling book. Okay. Um, so this seems like uh, a good like sort of chance to get it out there. And Great. So it's a game that's out now, is it? It is out now. Yeah. Great. On what formats? Uh, PC and Mac, okay. Linux. Uh, so that's your full-time job, is it? Your game developer? No, it's not. Yeah, I'm a game developer, but this was made in my spare time. Okay. So you. You're a full-time game developer, yeah. and yet in your spare time you're, you're jamming. Yes, <laughs> it's a hobby. So I yeah, so how can't does help it, myself. How does it uh, how does it differ then? Is your sort of day-to-day work compared to jamming? I guess I mean obviously the well, pressure is. Yeah, I guess at jams you can sort of experiment. And okay. You can sort of it's it's a cool sort of restriction that you have to deliver. Uh, right. You have to deliver within 48 hours. Yeah. Um, and you know we go and spitball ideas all the time in the office, and it's nice to sort of see if if it actually works. So, like we've we've tried jamming a lot and and seeing the end product getting used as an actual uh, thing at the office where we end up okay. making it into a full-fledged game. Right, right, right. Um, so this is a perfect time to sort of try and see if if it actually works. Do you do you, do you come as a as a company team or do you meet up with new new individuals it, out it, here? It differs. Like we, we we the whole company is here, okay. but we might not team up like in company right so so we might team up with other people as well. is there some competition between you and the other members of your company yes yes yes, yes. Yeah, lots of good yeah. we all want to win so uh, how, how far along are you with your concept then for not there uh we haven't started yet the theme would be sort of released tonight at six or seven uh, okay so, so you're not quite ready well no not really we thought that not there would just be a placeholder just trying to tease us uh, uh, where's the team what's the team it's not there what what right, does that right, mean right. okay um, so yeah are, we haven't really you, started yet. are you timing your drinking to hit a perfect moment of when you start jamming yeah so that's, that's the plan three hours of drinking so far yeah and then you sort of take a short break get some coffee yeah start jamming get about three drinks in, okay. and then you're in the zone. Really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. you have done this before. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not getting any sense of nerves here, like given that there are people who've had a head start, I mean, I'd be concerned about yeah. that. I'd be like, well, hang on a minute, those guys are off and running, you're just yeah. standing Well, here. I mean, it's we're just gonna get get the best out of it. Right. And if, if we have a bad sort of thing at the end of it, then that's the way it is. Okay. Uh, uh, how much sleep are you gonna get between now and when we, when we speak to you tomorrow? Probably not a lot. Really? I'm not sure. I was hoping to sleep here. Okay. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Do you, do you want us to bring you anything tomorrow? Is there anything you're going to need? Some more beer. More beer. <laughs> a, a cushion. Okay. Uh, a bed. And some hugs. And so, uh, lots of hugs. Okay. Do you think uh, using our, our skills for your game would help you? Your skills? Yeah, our, our many I'm skills. Sh- I'm sure it will. Is there um, any, any particular skills you're looking for? A British voice actor? I mean, well, uh, well, let well, me I mean, <laughs> a uh, singer? I mean, oh, we, we've got works. all of that yeah. covered. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, just, just if you <laughs> need anything, oh, if you need happy. anything. It was all already on my to-do list, so. <laughs> Good. Good. All right, we need to let you go. Have your pitch. Good luck with that. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll speak to you tomorrow, yeah? Yeah, sure. Great. Welcome back to One Life Left at Nordic Game Jam 2017. The action's hotting up here. I mean, it just seems a bit hotter. <laughs> it is There's probably more people. I mean, there are loads and loads and loads of people. The tables around us have filled up. Uh, we are competing against people for sound, but let's just consider that background ambiance. Okay. You know? yeah. um, and we've been joined by two more guests representing Unity. Uh, do you want to introduce yourselves, please? Yes, my name is Andy. I'm based in the Unity Brighton office. Um, I'm a technical evangelist. Same thing here, I'm called Chiro. Uh, I work with Andy in the Brighton office. We do both okay. the same job. We sit next to each other. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> we stand next to each other on the radio show. Excellent, thank you for coming on. Uh, what is Unity doing here? What's, what's your role? So, um, some people may know, but Unity was originally founded in Copenhagen. I so, did not know that. Um, it's founded in Copenhagen. Um, it's, uh, we still have a very big uh, Copenhagen office there. I think like 200 people, 250 people. And we do a lot of things to support like the local community in Copenhagen. Because when it was st- first getting started, the founders, you know, a lot of people know each other in the Nordic industry. So kind of they're trying to give something back, I guess. Um, so you come to Nordic Game Jam. I came last year. You've been, what, the last 
Well, I've been here for like three years, but just as a jammer before joining Unity. Oh, wow. It's my first time okay. here. You enjoyed it so much, you decided to work. <laughs> You're on the other side of the fence now, are you? But behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we should explain uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Unity is a middleware engine for game development, makes uh, things reasonably straightforward. For... Yeah, so it's a, it's a game engine which with the goal to be as generic so people can build what they want. People can build text adventures, they can build VR, they can build uh, 2D games, 3D games, uh, utility apps. I've seen all sorts of, like, uh, musician, the music, learning to right. play music app. Like, okay. I've seen all sorts of things. So we try and, to build... And, and films now. And films, yeah. People oh, wow. creating films. Oh, Passengers, the movie with yeah. uh, Chris Pratt and right. Jennifer Lawrence. All the screens, all the interactive screens are Unity. Oh, wow. Uh, iPads with Unity running on all of them. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Um, so we try to build an engine that can be used in all these different scenarios, um, but also can go to Nintendo Switch, to uh, iOS, to Android, and all these different platforms. Um, yeah, so we try to build a generic engine people can use for kind of Which anything. is also, I guess, the reason why it's so popular in game jams, because game jams, you want to be experimental, and Unity is so flexible that you can just like start making a game and then change it into something else, like Midway, and you know, add new controllers, whatever. Okay. As you're working. So. Your 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 role here um, at the event over this weekend, then is that uh, so you're both evangelists? Is that is that to do you, do you walk around and see people running other technologies and get them to <laughs> come on over? Or? So you know you know the um, what's the name the uh, that unit in Age of Empires? You know, like the guy, the priest oh. that converts, right? <laughs> That's you. <laughs> Yeah, like that. Okay. We have our robes in our bags, so we're going to see yeah. change very soon. Um, no, so we're here for like kind of, I guess, two reasons. One is to take part and actually jam. Are you? Okay. People. people are always shocked when we sit down and we're just jamming. They're like, oh, the Unity guys are just sitting over there jamming rather than at some right. somewhere other place. So A, we're here to make games as well. Okay. Um, and B is then to help people take more support. Okay. And that usually increases over the weekend. So at the beginning, people don't really have much yeah, yeah, yeah. questions. Then as things start to be more on fire and in trouble they then right. we're there to then come on firefight and, and as we as it gets closer to the end so you're making your own games you've got people coming over and going exactly. hey can you can you help me out with mine do you ever just think I mean I'll help you <laughs> I'm not going to help you to the best of my ability though right, exactly. you don't want you don't want them to win frame no. rate frame rate uh, equals uh, okay, I'm, I'm from another school I'm, I'm from the <laughs> global game jam school right which is game jams are not a competition so for me it's not a competition right? okay there might be prizes here, awards or whatever, but um, the way Global Game Jam markets the jam is like it's not competition, so people are, should be like helping each other and stuff. And for so, me, so if you win, can we have the prize? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great. Fabulous. Um, <laughs> but, but like the technical support, for me, technical support is the priority, so I always drop something to go help yeah. someone. Um, but that's why I try to make a generally smaller game that I can roughly finish. Yeah, we're probably going to keep it low for ourselves. <laughs> right, right, right. I will never join a team because then I would be, you know, it's a massive advantage, yeah. yeah. How's work on your uh, game going then? Have you started? Uh, I <laughs> Benny has an idea. I have an idea, which... Like, he has plenty of ideas. <laughs> Not all of them any good. Um, so I have an idea. It hasn't started yet. Do so you want to clarify what the actual theme is? Because it says not there. Right. But we don't know if that's a... <laughs> theme is not actually there and then it, you know it's, right. all, uh, it's all uh, a trick okay so. well we know what the theme is do you want to run your idea past us <laughs> <laughs> wait this is going out after <laughs> it is yeah <laughs> so if it's based on not there so we we both have the switch yeah and you good. can hook up the switch controllers to a mac and you a via bluetooth and use them as kind yep. of input so kind of like rather than fanning around with xbox controllers and yep. stuff you just have the joystick and push button so my idea is you make a race game you have to get to the end there's obstacles and stuff but all the players renderers are turned off That's you have no idea where you're on the there. screen oh. you're not there so you, so you kind of guess where you are by like knocking over plant pots or wow. like setting off trip wires or falling into water or um, you could be like on this side oh I think I'm there then you actually knock over some blocks right, right, right. oh I'm actually not there I'm yeah, like, cool. and there's four people and you can mess each other up yeah. um, we're going to be doing the show again tomorrow so do you think we can check in on you and see how progress is going uh, of course hopefully code might be written <laughs> at least one <Yeah>. line <laughs> how many of you are going to be on the team currently 
Nia and Liz. We have yeah, another person, Liz. Okay. Um, she's kind of more of a new evangelist. She's right. signed like a month ago, maybe okay. two months. So she's somewhere, so we've lost her already, which is probably not a good sign. Um, yeah, so, uh, and then there's two other people as well, so there's about five people here. Okay. Do you need us for anything? Like, we, we have a variety of audio. 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 audio, I don't have to do audio or 3D modeling, so if you... Okay. There's one of those we can So either of those things would be super useful. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how much sleep are you going to get, do you think? Um, I always try and sleep in game jams. I made them well, when, when I started doing them a long, long time ago. I made them say, oh, just stay up all night, it'll be fun. <laughs> and everything you make between, to me, everything you make between 2 a.m. and 7 a.m. is just, like, people wake up and they're like, what do you make? I was like, I made a particle system and it's terrible. Right, 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 okay. <laughs> um, so I always try to sleep and then that gives you a chance to uh, at least brew on the idea a little are, bit. Are you, are you sleeping at the venue? No, okay. sleeping, sleeping in the so, yeah, it's, it's really hard on the first night to get excited about the theme, especially if you're in a group, you know, and everybody gets excited, they have ideas. So everybody wants to start straight away on the, yeah, on the concept yeah. and see if their idea will pan out and stuff like that. So you end up like going to bed at like 5 a.m. You try to sleep and then at 7 people are starting to wake up, right, so right, they right. wake you up. Right. So you have to kind of fit the, uh, you know, the, um, uh, how can I say, the schedule of the whole jam in some way I'm, your I'm astonished about how relaxed everybody seems you know I, I mean it takes me ages to do anything and even when I do do it it's poor but I, I would be I sort of it's, as well, right? I, right. so you're not nervous about about sort of running out of time I mean I, I guess that's the Sometimes point of the I jam but some jams I am especially when I'm working with a theme and I, I think that they're expecting something from me right, right. so I feel the pressure like, yeah. to deliver we did um we did a game jam at my uh, office um, a couple of years ago and we decided to do uh, the jam on the day when many of the programmers were out of the office. So we had very little programming resource. Um, apologies in advance, I was using Game Maker at the time and I'm, I'm, I'm awful okay. uh, coder. But um, I was roped in as one, of the, one of the coders and it was only for, I don't know, let's say seven or eight hours. It was during a sort of working day. and. Genuinely, at the end of it, I was exhausted. Like, absolute. We, we, we managed to get something um, up and running and playable. It was terrible. No one will ever see it and all that sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, at the end of it, I was absolutely drained. So, and that was just eight hours. I don't know how you can sort of... That's why I think what he said is important. Like, with time, especially when you do more game jumps, you understand more or less the timing. Obviously, you become better. So what you can do is higher quality and then you have more time to rest right. which makes what you do the next day even higher quality right instead of like pushing 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 you're like right. I'm gonna do this rest a bit and then do this and then that, that really works I think I always give two recommended like like at least see a lot of students attend jams and they all oh we're gonna do a crafting system we're gonna do a skill tree adventure systems I'm like no 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 like the two rules I try to say is by halfway have something playable it right. could look terrible yeah but at least have the main mechanic, yep. then you can do all the polish, and then you right, can do right. all the things. One of the biggest and, mistakes um, is to play the game only, I don't know, on the, mor on the morning on the Sunday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For the first time, right? You have, you're building, 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 and then you play the game for the first time on Sunday, and you're like, this is not that <laughs> fun. <laughs> right, right. We thought that it would work some other way. Yeah. So the, the number one advice is like try to play it as soon as okay. possible to make something playable. My advice? is uh, don't get your capital letters mixed up in a variable. It took me 20 minutes to work out why something <laughs> wasn't. Honestly, it was awful. <laughs> yeah, that's the only advice I've got. Uh, best of luck with that. Thank you. Uh, you I mean, Thanks. you're you're drinking at the moment. Uh, have you had, have you been drinking for long or? No, this is, is the first beer. First one in, so okay, right, good. First beer today. Okay, great. Uh, yesterday we were at Of course. <laughs> Always at Mario Yeah. Great, well, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Best of luck between now and then. Cool, thank you. Thanks for coming on. Cool, cheers.
welcome back to Nordic Game Jam 2017. Annie, you having a good time? I'm having a really good time. Like we said earlier, it's it's hotting up in here. It, it's genuinely hotting up a lot. There are a lot more bodies. The heat level is rising. Like I had to take my jacket off. It's very levels warm. of intensity. Yeah, you, thinking, you can see the, the brain jamming. power in here. Just been handed a glass of wine. Yeah. Uh, that's what happens. Let's do as Sorry, do Victoria. It, obviously, the round was taken before you were here, so. Uh, yeah, so, so, we, so I haven't got any drinks for you is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, we're joined by a new guest, this is Victoria. Hi Victoria. Hello. Hello. I, I was interested to chat to Victoria because she was down at the inter- uh, she was down at the um, at the table full of stuff. Yes. Uh, we are very interested in the table full of stuff. Well, the table full of stuff was a, a workshop called uh, Break the Keyboard, uh-huh. which uh, was led by Jan, who's an amazing creator from uh, the Netherlands, but he lives in Reykjavik now. And um, His thing is that he doesn't like the standard controllers, Uh so they were building controllers for games, so that each game experience is individual. I I wasn't able to take part, but I listened to him explaining a bunch of stuff, and it sounds like a brilliant way to go forward, actually. I saw um, earlier on um, the fruits of people's labors down on that table. There were two men dressed up in cardboard boxes, (laughs) covered in tin foil, hitting each other. What was going on there? Well, okay, I, I, I actually know this. So the controllers were the, um, the swords. Okay. Where the tin foil had like electricity running through it. Yeah. And they had on the front, they had two pads. So when the tin foil hit the other bit of tin foil on the piece of cardboard, that would count as a hit. Uh huh. And so they were like knights or something. Right, right. It was drawing quite a crowd. <laughs> I didn't see it. I saw them building it right. and, and, and test phasing it okay. a lot. But. It was good. Um, and then when uh, I encountered you, uh, you were, um, I said, look, can, you, can we come grab you for the radio show? You you um, you um brought a box with you. He said, oh, yeah, I'm coming, but no one else is having that. What is it about this box in particular? Uh, well, um, before coming here uh, at the airport, my laptop was stolen. Oh, no. Um, they found it, thankfully, but it's in Italy, not here. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I'm going to get it back. But so I decided, I was thinking, what can I do? So I decided I want to make a board game. Okay. And I was making a recruiting sign that says, let's make a board game um, so that I can find people. Brilliant. I thought the cardboard could be for the board game. And yeah, you, can't you need a board. Well, you, do you don't board. need a board for a oh, board game. Sorry, right? sorry. So, but... Are you going to have a board? Is the board not going to be there? Not there, yeah. Not there. Yeah, well, we're kind of... I'm still thinking... If it should be narrative or um, uh, mechanical, like so, if it's about beating the game or beating the other players, or if it's about going on an adventure on a board, yeah, um, and yeah. Maybe you could have a board game where you open up the box with the board game inside, and you know how in every board game you have a list of instructions, a uh, list of pieces that are in yeah. the box. But you could have one piece not there, <laughs> and then you could have another. Great. You could have another set of instructions, and one a different piece is not there. And yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this, but you can have the idea for free. This is a jam. This is what we true. do. <laughs> are there any? Are there any? Um, are there any uh, bad ideas in jams, or are all ideas valid? This is my first jam. Oh, okay. Uh, I also don't make video games. I play video games. Okay. So. Um, I, what are you expecting? What, is this what you were expecting, this sort of environment? Well, I was coerced into this by some Swedish people at a convention in Germany. Okay. Uh, I Swedish people. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> very and impressive. I sent an application, and then about like six months later, somebody wrote me an email going, You're a volunteer! Like, I need to book a flight to Denmark right now! <laughs> so where are you based ordinarily? Um, in Germany, near Frankfurt. Okay, cool. And what, what, yeah. what is your job? Uh, I'm an apprentice stonemason. I wasn't expecting you to say that, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> right, fantastic. Yeah. Um, so what, why do you, <laughs> if you work with stone, why, why are you here? I, well, I love video games and then I didn't get to do what I wanted to do. And so I just said, oh fine, I don't care anymore. And I turned around and I did like, I've always loved rocks a bit too much, according to my parents. Um, and so I found, I found this internship 
that do art restoration in stone and stone masonry and I thought I'm going there and I moved but somehow the video games came back and I'm kind of you glad I'm back. You need to combine these things. Yeah. Like yeah. surely, especially since, well we've talked to a lot of people it seems yeah. like everyone's trying something a little different and trying to make their game stand out. Yeah. Making a game with rock. Yeah. Well, I'm quite proud of this actually. There was a talk here uh, called um, Idea Court. Uh, with William Pugh and Dom, Sorry, yeah, yeah. and they're they're quite hilarious as they are. But like you needed to uh, Twitter like a Twitter hashtag, and you you sent your idea, and I sent an idea saying I want a game that is about becoming a rock. Becoming a rock. And sort of going through like a rock isn't just a rock; it's made out of stuff, and it's all about environmental changes and layers, and human history kind of plays into it. And out of all the ideas in the idea court, there were some very interesting judgments, but I got excellent. Yeah, there you and go, endorsed. From, from, from those guys, yeah. I feel very proud of um, myself. Rocks get a really bad deal in video games, don't they? All you ever do is blow them up or smash them. That's or all you ever or do. Pick them up. Or pick them up pick to them smash up. them. Sometimes you pick them up to find things Sometimes on the beach. Sometimes you hide behind them. Well, generally speaking, What's no, your favourite video game, Rock? Uh, I guess... The Legend of Zelda, Skyward Sword, the oh. um, volcano levels. Interesting. But what, the textures in rock, of rocks in video games are all the same. You can't tell if it's lava or sandstone or basalt or what it is. And, and they all act the same. And they're not the same. <laughs> you could be a video game rock consultant. Yeah. So. Maybe we should have a, a feature on the I show. Think it rock, yeah, great yeah, rocks yeah. of video games. That'd be brilliant. Good, wouldn't it? Excellent. Uh, Victoria, are we going to be able to catch up with you tomorrow, maybe? Uh, sure. Maybe we'll find some other people to make a board game. Okay, well, best of luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much for dropping by. No problem. <laughs> See you later. hours 22 minutes and 16 seconds remaining 15 and, and people are very casual still you know ju just having a few ideas just having a few chats you know um so we're joined by a new guest hello hi hi who are you my name is nils anderson uh what are you doing here are you jamming i am not jamming because i am terribly lame i actually so I, 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 they invited me very kindly to come here and speak, and I, I was delighted to do so. Like Steve. Um, but I, I did a couple, like I've done some jams back home in Vancouver. I haven't done them easily in like four or five years. Being here, I'm like, 
Oh man, now I got the itch again. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure you could jump on a team. But I'm gonna. I have to leave pretty early on Sunday, so I'd be leaving. I'd be cutting and running. Okay. That's kind of poor form. We're leaving on Sunday. Maybe we could be in a leaving Sunday team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, not, not, we no, wouldn't we wouldn't be there. We, we wouldn't we be there. Not th that's yeah. our game. Yeah. Yes. We present, we present us. <laughs> exactly. Just done. not there. Done it. <laughs> Uh, I saw your talk this morning, I thought it was very good. Well, uh, I thought you an excellent style of presenting. I've not seen that before, Anne. Um, I was chatting so to Nails about it, because I, I was trying to work out how he did it. He's very natural, um, and he didn't have any prompts on his screen. It was all GIFs and images and perfect timing and all that sort of stuff. And I thought, he must write this long form as a script before I thought that while he's doing it. Glimpse behind the curtain. The correct assessment, <laughs> So what was your talk on? I talked about um, how, just kind of like, doing some thinking about the, the, the small mechanical changes you can make in between different types of games that actually really dramatically change how those different games feel. So, oh, like, yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, the examples that you gave were uh, Braid, uh, you talked about uh, Breath of the Wild, Dark Souls, and um, as, as you explained, it's about things that a game designer does that uh, compensate for the 240 milliseconds. I was paying yes. attention. There you uh, go, you did it! For the photons coming out of the screen into your brain <laughs> and you pushing the button and ways in which uh, game developers can sort of help you play the game, so avoid frustrating you. Can you explain yeah. some of those? Yeah, yeah, something like that. So, yeah, in general, just because of like our squishy human brains are actually do not operate instantaneously, there's like latency, right? Between when we see a thing, then your eyeballs have to actually see it, then your brain has to realize that you saw it, and then your brain has to tell your arms to actually hit buttons and do stuff, right? So that ends up taking like, eh, on average, like about a quarter of a second, which doesn't seem that long, except like that's 14 or 15 frames in a 60 FPS game, which is like actually quite a long time, right? So you can do things to either lean into that and just be like, you're gonna have to be precise and performative, like Super Meat Boy leans pretty hard into that. But sometimes there's other stuff where it's like, because of issues with that latency, or just like other just human behavioral stuff that like, oh, maybe we're gonna compensate a different way to make the game more forgiving in this manner, but still make it harsh and exacting in another way. Do you realize there's a difference between the vertical structures and horizontal structures in Super Meat Boy and how they treat jumps? Well, I did, because I was there this morning. The other example that you gave was about players falling off a platform and pushing jumps slightly too late, and then how some games allow you to do that. Raid was one of the examples. You discussed Donkey Kong Country and the roll jump. Yes. Uh, do you think that was done by design or by accident? Uh, I suspect that was probably on purpose. Okay. So, so like, I mean, it's it's hard to know. I mean, I'm sure you guys can maybe chase down some ancient person who was at Rare like 20 years ago and oh, ask them. Right, yeah. Uh, you can ask him, but like that's that's a very interesting specific decision. <laughs> right? Like in, in the original Donkey Kong Country, and they still do it now, even in the contemporary ones, like if you just walk off a ledge, if you're like a few frames late and you hit the jump button, nothing happens. But if you're doing like that kind of barrel roll thing, as you're rolling, you can still jump out of that roll when you're falling for like a good chunk of time, right? So that ends up being like how a lot of the kinetic movement in that game actually works, where it's like, you know, to make those big, huge jumps to find secrets or whatever, you have to kind of deliberately, like, accelerate into that roll right at the edge of a platform and jump out of it. But if you were just, like, sprinting at the end of the ledge, you just fall down and die. So it's kind of like the way they made their platforming movement feel specific and distinct is kind of playing with those mechanics. Right. And that gives that, that series, like, a very different feel from, you know, Mario or Sonic or whatever, right? And that was kind of like the core of it. It's like, well, these games, like, if you look at them, you know, kind of from a distance, they all seem, it's like, oh, you're running from left to right and jumping on little ledges and stuff. But the way they actually feel in the instant is very, very different. But how, how like, how, right? Because the big stuff is all the same. It's those little, tiny, very small differences that make them all distinct. Gives them he, a certain is, um, character. You were talking about a fictional video game, and he said, I'm, I'm going to take the... Uh, the most basic example of game, and it was a block character jumping. I was like, that looks like Bangman. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was identical. <laughs> uh, Obviously. Basic, but you know, great. <laughs> I, I haven't got any mechanics you'd ever reference on stage. I tell you, I'm just glad, glad to finish it. Uh, so that's done. Uh, you, what, what are you up to now? Just wandering around? Yeah. Like, being, being mildly jealous of all the cool jammers. Check this out. I've never been to Scandinavia before, so okay. I'm enjoying that. They drink a lot here, don't they? I guess. <laughs> okay. What's the uh, what's the most useful skill you can have as a jammer? Oh man. Um, 
that is a good If question. you're looking to pick someone for your team, you know, what do you think? What are you, what are you trying to assess about them before you go, yeah, you're, you could be on team leaving Sunday? <laughs> um, I mean, you probably want someone who, who can, like, be very adaptive, I guess, because, like, you know, you have 48 hours, right? Like, you do not have time to witter on about, oh, maybe we should do this, or maybe we should do that. It's like, you just have to be like, all right, we're going to do this. Oh, that didn't work. We're going to do this. That didn't work. We're going to do that. Somebody can be, like, very dynamic and flexible, yeah. I guess, right? It's just like, we know we're making a game in 48 hours. This game is not going to be a magnum opus. But it can be interesting if we're able to just, like, lean into it and go, yeah. right? Um, it's like, you know, it's like the stuff you want from, like, a good... I don't know, like like improv performance or whatever. Like people who can like react to what you're doing and say, "Oh yes, I think that idea is interesting. Let's take it over here." Not just being like, "Oh, I think we have to do this," or shutting down your ideas or whatever. So you're not jamming, which means, which means, uh, you presumably as a game designer, lots of ideas around this theme which you're not going to make. Not there. Must be firing off all <laughs> kinds of ideas. Can you tell us some of them? God, I don't know. What would you do if you were jamming around the theme of not there? How, how would you start? Uh, not there. I mean, I would make... I was thinking about this as I was walking away from the, the bathroom, actually. It's like... Yeah, that has nothing to do with it, though. Uh, <laughs> I promise. the bathroom. I'm not there. <laughs> this is bad for everyone involved. Um, I think that, like, maybe actually doing a... Like, a, like an analog pen and paper game might be very okay. interesting. Um... You know, something about, like, you know, you, you have a group of four people and then you all, like, develop some character relationships between each other, but you're trying to figure out why, like, one of these four people is not here at this area or scene you're playing out, right? Maybe you don't even know from the outset, like, which one of you is missing. Like, maybe the starting part of the game is working through the background, developing these char character relationships, and then, like, the climax is, there's some big important moment, and one of us isn't here. Why is that? I'm in. Uh, <laughs> or are we'll, we'll, you? We don't know, but it's not here. We'll offer you 10% on, on completion of the project. 10% uh, we'll of zeros. Ah. Still zero. He's got you there. <laughs> uh, well, thank you very much for coming on the show. My pleasure. Uh, we'll see you around, I'm sure, over the next... How long? Oh, the time has gone. The screensaver's gone on. It's not there. Japanese not there. <laughs> That's what it is! Exactly. Welcome back to One Life Left at Nordic Game Jam. You okay, Anne? Yeah, sorry, I just saw the name of your drink and it, um, it amused me. Uh, C is drinking Tempt Juicy Tempt. Pineapple. Juicy yeah, Pineapple? It? Well, it's a vodka drink uh, with a tempting pineapple taste. 4.5% uh, I, I did wonder about it, because it, um, the top of the label says ready to drink, but it's a drink. You would really hope. Yeah. Uh, right, good. Well, now that's finished, then, Steve. We should uh, we should wrap the show up, shouldn't we? <laughs> well, we've I think we've you know learned a lot. One of the main things we've learned is in order to get into the swing of jamming, you've got to have a few drinks exactly. first. Uh, but if uh, you're not someone who likes to drink, then I think that there are also opportunities for you to jam without drinking as well. <laughs> uh, right, it's been good. I've enjoyed the show. Actually, it's been some interesting people. Yeah, some very, very interesting people. Hopefully we've got a new feature for the show. L looking forward to seeing how they fit. Are they stand up 24 hours later? See, yeah, maybe we're going to see some actual games tomorrow, aren't we? That's yeah. going to be really, really exciting. I can see, looking at someone's desktop there, that's Unity in action. And there's some kind of... What is that? What's that it thing? It looks like a, a sort of desert land. I think it's, it's sort of like a... I don't know. I don't know. Let's find out tomorrow, though. We'll ask him. Um, yeah, good. Thanks. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, thank you obviously to all of our guests for coming on the show today. Uh, it's been really, really good and interesting. We will be back tomorrow, but you know, if you're listening to this on the radio, we'll be back next week. Yeah, and if you listen to this on podcast, you just, just skip, skip, skip right forward, skip back, do whatever you want. Exactly, really. but however you're listening to it, it ends now. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>